When you think about the concept of gratitude practices, what comes to mind? Do you envision cute little journals prompting you to share what made you smile that day? Or perhaps people trying to find what to feel grateful about, even when the world around them is crumbling? Or perhaps you haven't had time to think about such things because you're so darn busy. In this episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, we bring on guest Emma Hall, transformational life coach, to talk about how easy it is to integrate gratitude practices into your daily life. Emma will share the science behind gratitude and how you can integrate these practices into your day-to-day life. It's as simple as brushing your teeth. It's time to grab your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair, and get ready for this episode of Spiritual AF Sundays, Unlocking the Power of Gratitude with guest Emma Hall. You're listening to Spiritual AF Sundays, created and hosted by The Mystic Geek. If you're looking to explore intriguing questions about the meaning of life and our place in the universe, then you're in the right spot. We dive into topics often discussed as sound bites on social media and take a deeper look, whether it's woo topics like astrology and mysticism, or seemingly mundane matters like technology and politics, we cover it all. We explore our own thoughts and beliefs, talk to experts, and uncover hidden meanings. These fascinating areas of exploration can help us question ourselves and better understand our world. Ready to grow and explore in your spiritual journey? We're glad you can join us. It's time to start your week off by being spiritual AF. And welcome back to your listeners. Today we have Emma Hall here to talk about gratitude. Glad to have you here, Emma. Thank you. I am very grateful to be here. <laughs> Great. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. I am a life coach. I'm also a Reiki healer and a yoga teacher. And I teach people how to have unshakable self-confidence so that they can create a life that they're excited to wake up to every day. Amazing. That is definitely amazing. And we brought you on here today to talk about gratitude, just so everyone's on the same page, because we're all in different spots in our life journey. How would you define gratitude? Yeah, that's a great point, because I think gratitude is individual. And for me, it's about acknowledging and expressing thanks for everything in my life, for the big things and for the little things. And really just paying attention and being thankful. Do you feel it's essential for everyone to have a gratitude practice? Absolutely. A hundred percent. It's really, it's the foundation to happiness. And as humans, we need to be happy. So if you have a gratitude practice, then you get to start hardwiring your brain to be in a positive frame of mind. You get to just have so much joy in your life. And no matter where you are, financially, emotionally, there's always something to be grateful for. Even we've got our hot beverages oh, here. Oh, yeah, hot beverages right here. Anything and everything has a moment and an ability to be grateful. And it's essential that we commit to noticing those things because it helps us to be happy and then from happiness and love so much 
much more expansion is available to us. Walk me through what could happen if someone does not have a gratitude practice? What would their life look like? Yeah, it can be pretty miserable, quite frankly. As humans, we are hardwired towards negative thinking. It's part of our survival mechanism, right? We're programmed to, to look for danger. And so automatically we're in this place of looking for how things could go wrong. And if you don't have a gratitude practice, then you're going to be more inclined towards that negativity. You can end up in a bit of a woe is me, feeling sorry for yourself, being a victim. You can also start to get judgmental and critical of other people. And that can lead you to social isolation. Like you either push people away or they choose to not be around you because you're that person who's always negative and complaining. And ultimately it can result in you, you spiraling down into depression. It is important to bring gratitude into your life because without it, it can be a pretty dark place. Yeah, that definitely sounds like it could be a tough way to be. I know before I started my gratitude practice, I always had the bubbly outside, but inside I was so critical of everything that I'm sure that even with that facade, people could see that I was seething underneath. Oh, yeah. And also it can lead to you feeling like your problems are just insurmountable because you can't see around them. You just see this wall up against you. And it can make life a real uphill struggle. Now, you mentioned that we are predisposed towards negative thoughts and that this can help us reorient it. Are you familiar with any science that may be behind any of this? Yeah, definitely. There are lots of science about reprogramming your neural pathways and the more that you practice gratitude, those pathways get, they're like muscles, they get stronger. And so your brain automatically chooses that route then in, instead of the negative one. So 100% that does work. Within our brains, we have four main happy chemicals that help us to experience the positive in life. And those are dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. And when we practice gratitude, when we express thanks or receive thanks, that gives us a dopamine hit and we get just a good feeling. And so we get this instant bonus, a little treat for having expressed gratitude. So that is supported in science. There's also within psychology, there's a couple of different areas um, about really your confirmation bias, which is really about reinforcing stereotypes. So if you've decided, let's say that everyone who drives a red sports car is arrogant, you will be looking for evidence of that. And you'll see someone in a red sports car that'll cut someone off. You'll be like, see, I knew it. You're always arrogant. And yet around you, probably other people have made driving mistakes, but you didn't notice because you were looking evidence to support your theory that the red car was driven by someone who was arrogant. We also have motivated perception, and that's about seeing what you want to see. So if you think about, let's say, your niece has a gymnastics competition and you go along as a good aunt to support her, and she does brilliantly, she's just amazing. 
But in the results, apparently she dismounted the horse incorrectly. But you didn't see that because all you saw was perfection in your treasured little niece. And similarly, that works with if we want to look for good or bad, we will see more of it. You might have heard the yellow cards effect. If you think about a yellow car, you'll see yellow cards. So if you think about being grateful and positive and happy, you will see evidence of that around you. Whereas if you think about being negative, then you will see that around you. The same with the confirmation bias. If you believe that you're going to have a bad day, you will have a bad day. Whereas if you get up and you're like, I'm going to have an amazing day, then your brain will start looking evident to support that theory. And our brains are incredible. When they don't even have evidence to support a theory, they're so like, yeah, absolutely, Emma, you're right. I'm going to just make up evidence to support your theory. So you can choose to see joy and delight. And there is always some to see for real, but if there isn't, your brain will find it for you. So absolutely, this is really firmly backed by all kinds of science. I agree. I'm familiar with some of that. So one of the hot button topics that's coming up within the spiritual spheres is that of spiritual bypassing, especially in this day and age. When we have so much hardship and people are struggling, it can feel like people are looking for the easy way out, the way to relieve their pain rather than move through it and process it. What's the risk that someone could potentially develop a gratitude practice and either unintentionally or intentionally utilize it for spiritual bypassing? I think it would be very hard to do. Like I said, because we are so hardwired to that negativity, it would be very hard to become too positive. I was trying to think of what could the harm be in being too positive? Like maybe sometimes people are in that place of spiritual bypassing. And by spiritual bypassing, I'm thinking about someone not wanting to deal with the darker things, like the thoughts that upset them. And sometimes we're doing that because we just don't have the resilience to cope with it at the moment. And so it's a protection mechanism. But by having a gratitude practice, you can build your emotional strength so that you are able to go to those places. You learn how to be able to look at the dark things, the things that upset you, and then be able to bring yourself back to a place of neutral energy. So definitely, it's important to do that spiritual work. You can't just ignore it because if you do, if you push it down like old school, just bottle up your feelings, all it does is takes up space and mm -hmm. energy and emotion. And it takes your energy to keep pushing it back down and packing all the other stuff on top of it. Whereas if you actually take the time to process and to work things through, you can release it and then that space becomes available to fill with more joy. So it's definitely good to work through, do that shadow work as some people call it and create space for more gratitude. But you can use a gratitude practice to help you be able to do that shadow work in a safe way, in an emotionally safe way. Thanks for sharing on that. So... Even though we've started to slow down collectively because of various current events, there are always going to be people who feel strapped for time. So does it take a lot of time for us to go through and develop a gratitude practice? 
No, no, not at all. I really believe that we all get our own unique perspective on our spirituality. You get to design your own spiritual practice. And you absolutely need to make it work for you. So be realistic about what time of day, how much time do you have? The longer you practice a gratitude practice for in both like duration and for how many consecutive days, then the stronger that muscle is going to get. But that doesn't mean to say that a little bit of gratitude won't make a difference. Take something that you already do every day. So brushing your teeth before you go to bed. And while you're brushing your teeth, think about the moments during your day that brought you joy. What did you enjoy during the day? And pick a couple of things or maybe one thing, and that can be your gratitude practice. So it's actually not taking up any time because you're doing something you were doing anyway. Mm -hmm. And that can also really help you to make that regular part of your day, tagging it on something that's already out. You shared being able to focus on gratitude while brushing your teeth. I've also seen gratitude journals out there. What other ways can you go about practicing gratitude on a day-to-day? Yeah, gratitude journals are awesome because they are a really good place to prompt you and get you started. And obviously, if you like journaling, then that's a really great place. Or even if journaling's new to you. One of my coaching clients started using a gratitude journal because she finds it hard to write out a whole bunch of stuff and it has a couple of prompts. If you are going to use a gratitude journal, look through and make sure the prompts feel good to you. If the question seems silly to you, you're not going to do it. You can also create your own gratitude journal by coming up with your own prompt. I love to reflect each morning on What was one of my favorite things yesterday and what am I looking forward to today? And so you can ask yourself each day or each week, when you pay your bill, whether it's in a restaurant or you've just got your utilities bill, stop and give thanks for the resources, whatever it is you've received, the meal, the heating, and then give thanks and gratitude for being able to pay that bill. I keep a notebook in which I track evidence of all the ways that universe is conspiring for me. So yesterday at the grocery store, someone let me in line in front of them. I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. So that goes in my little book. One of my favorites as well is I play a game. I have a gold star award to give out every day. And so throughout my day, I'm looking for potential recipients of the gold star award. And that might be people on TV or the radio, or maybe it's real humans that I interact with. Maybe it's myself. But I'm always looking for who is doing something that lights up the world. And again, that's trending then, training my brain to be in that bias of looking for positive things so that I can give out the gold star reward. Use guided meditation mm-hmm. on YouTube. If you look for Louise Hay, morning meditation, it is the most delightful morning meditation, a beautiful way to start your day. And she has lovely suggestions in there, like giving thanks to your appliance, thanking your car when you get into it, thanking your favorite piece of furniture. I think what's really key is if you can bookend your day with gratitude. Mm -hmm. So starting and ending your days. As early as you can in the morning, think about what was my favorite thing yesterday? What am I looking forward to today? 
And then at the end of the day, do the same thing. What was my favorite thing today? And what am I looking forward to tomorrow? And it just helps your brain to be in that delight and positive. I could go on with all these ideas. I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's like as soon as you're mentioning like the universe conspiring, I'm like, ooh, I'm familiar with that. So, yeah, there's a lot of great ways. It's not just journals or quick affirmations. There's a lot of ways that people can build gratitude into their day to day. Let's say there is someone who is new to this concept and they want to start integrating gratitude into their daily spiritual practice, what advice would you give them? Do it. 100%. Do it. You will not regret it. Be gentle and loving and kind with yourself. Know that there is no one way. There's not a cookie cutter that's going to work for you. If you don't like journaling, don't journal. Pick something that you do like. Make sure that you're being realistic. So we spoke earlier about pick a time of day that works for you. If you've got too much going on in the morning, then don't try to force it in the morning. You can do it at any time and be realistic about how much time. And then also play around. I treat life like a buffet. So, you know, I've given you a few little things there of ideas that are on the buffet table try them out, see what you like. And if you don't like something, don't do it. Do something else instead. This is meant to be fun. It's meant to be a practice that fills you up. What I also really encourage though, is to have a think about why are you doing this? What are your expected benefits from introducing a gratitude practice? And then jot those down for yourself. So it may be that you're hoping to feel less pain, maybe to laugh more, cry less, more energy, whatever the benefits are that you want to get, the reason that you're doing this. And then keep track. So whether it's daily or weekly, do a little check-in with yourself and notice if you're making progress and if your gratitude practice is working for you. If it is, great. Think about what am I doing that I can do more of? And if it isn't working, then figure out what you want to change about it. Keeping track is a really powerful way as well of seeing the actual results that we're getting because you're with yourself 24-7. You don't notice your growth. Whereas when you take the time to actually stop and measure it and then you can look back and be like, wow, look how far I've come. And that's even more gratitude. Exactly. Tracking is always important. That's actually one of the reasons I like journaling is you can go back and be like, I thought like that. And they're like, wow, I've grown a lot or I've matured and moved on from things that in that moment I thought were like really big or really terrible in the grand scheme of things. This is just a blip. So yeah, I love journaling. I love tracking just for that, just to see the growth and progression there. So thank you so much, Emma, for sharing your wisdom here. Is there anything else that you want to share with our guests before we end this? No matter how much drama is going on in your life. Take the time each day to be grateful for something because it really will help you. Even if you're in a really dark place, you can do this. You can find that gratitude and it will slowly start to snowball and grow and you will be able to shift yourself to being positive. So give it a go and have fun. That would really be my advice. Great wisdom there. And Emma, where are you online? So if people want to follow up with you or check in on what you're doing. 
Yeah, you bet. I would love to hear from people. So my website is lifeuntethered.com. You can email me. It's Emma Life Untethered. And then I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as The Life Untethered. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been really delightful to connect with you. What a fun conversation. I really appreciate Emma's bubbly energy and her practicality on it. Who knew that starting a gratitude practice could be as easy as brushing your teeth and thinking about all of the positive things that happen during the day? It is really that simple. So with that, I'd like for us to pivot to the upcoming episodes and what you can anticipate from us. So next week on April 16th, episode 18, we're bringing on Troy McFadden, mindfulness coach and facilitator, to talk about using plant medicines for spiritual growth. And then the following week on April 23rd, which is episode 19, we're bringing on Donna, author and blogger to talk about how to use lunar phases for spiritual growth and manifestation. With that, we're going to wrap up this week's episode of Spiritual AF Sundays. Hope you have a great week and that you stay Spiritual AF. Thank you for joining us for Spiritual AF Sundays. This show is hosted by the Mystic Geek, that's me, Got comments or questions from today's episode? You can either email me at jess at themysticgeek.com or send me a voice message at speakpipe.com slash themysticgeek. Don't worry, I'll put the link in the show notes. Help others start off their week with a spiritual AF Sunday by sharing this episode with them. Also, five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts help spiritual seekers find our show. So do the thing. <laughs>